Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. Did you notice my voice almost just cracked? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How's everybody doing? I hope you're great. You are listening to this on uh, whatever day on Monday, on Tuesday. I'm recording this on the 30th, which is Thursday, because I'm about to leave for the airport in a little bit, in about an hour. And your girly was going to wait until next week to record. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that because I get freaking yelled at. I get freaking scrummed at uh, every time the podcast is late. (laughs) So you guys have me scared. I swear to God, I'm shaking in my freaking boots over here, but we're going to get into it. I hope you all, you all had a great and safe and healthy new year and onward and upward. I think 2022 is going to be a great year for us. And that's not me on some new year, new me bullshit. You know, some people make resolutions and they're like, I'm going to, I remember when I worked at a gym, <laughs> LOL, I worked at a gym and all the salespeople were always so excited when it was the new year season, because I swear to God, they sold more freaking memberships the first week of new year's and they had the percentages. It was like 50% of those people just never went or some shit, probably more than that. But I just think that's so funny. So I'm not doing anything unrealistic. I'm just trying to stay positive and happy and, and have that good energy, you know? So, but Hey, if you have, if you have resolutions, that's great too. I just don't, I feel like if I make resolution, I'm setting myself up for failure because I don't really stick to things like that unless I really want to. So I'm just like, Hey, I'm just sending out good vibes, you know? But we're going to get into these questions that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I'm so excited to get into these. Let's see, where should we start? Um, this one says shower goggles. And I think I know this is in reference to the video that I posted on my Instagram story that was the, my parents inside my parents' shower. I had noticed that there was goggles in there. And I asked my mom, why are there goggles in here? Thinking like, oh, maybe it's like, uh, I, I don't know what I thought. And she's like, I wear those because I don't want to get my eyelashes wet. So I think that's what this is in reference to. So here we go. Girly, I saw your post that your mom wears shower goggles and I have to share that mine does too. Photo attached. My mom wears these because she's afraid the shower calcium or whatever will build up on her eyes. Gotta stay safe. Love the podcast and advice you give. Please know you aren't the only 30 something strong ass woman in this world raised by an Italian shower goggle wearing lady. (laughs) I love it. Oh my God. And her mom really does it. What is with our moms? What is with our freaking moms, ladies and gents? They really are a whole special bunch. Uh, Thanks for sending that along. This next one says Insta thoughts, yay or nay. Hey, Carly, longtime listener, first time writing in because I'm newly single and I'm slowly losing my sanity swiping through these weirdos on Hinge. Here's my question for you. For the backstory, I was in a four-year relationship and recently got dumped. I was pretty upset about it and I feel like it's time to move on, so I took an edible and downloaded Hinge. I matched with a guy and we hit it off and we've been texting for about a week or so. I have to heavily stalk dudes before I meet up with them. Of course you do, girl. Of course you do. That's what we, I mean, come on. Uh, to make sure they're normal and don't have serial killer tendencies. Anyway, as I was going through this guy's Instagram, I noticed he follows a ton of Instagram thoughts like BBLs, big old fake boobies, undies, no undies, twerking, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. I didn't even know this stuff was allowed on Instagram. (laughs) 
then I'm looking at all the photos he liked and he likes the raunchiest ones. I totally got the ick. I'm not a super jealous person, but I can't help but think these are the kind of things he's attracted to slash looking for. I'm not uggo, but I'm just a little cutie with an all natural peach who gets by on her humor. Hey, I'm the president of that club uh, and stellar personality. So what would you do? Continue to talk to him knowing he's probably getting boners from girls on Instagram every day or ignore it and meet him in person and see if it's something I can look past. Oh, I almost forgot to mention he lives with his parents. Another red flag. Love you kiss right on the lips. Oh, and then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. Um, so here's the thing. I think we've all been there in these situations where you kind of see some stuff on social media that gives you the ick. It makes you feel icky about the guy. I get it. Um, I feel like the best guys and the hottest guys are actually ones that aren't super active on social media. And that just might be me being crazy, but I really feel that way. If you have that time to be investing in your damn Instagram, sir. Um, but I would meet up with them. If you feel like you like them, here's the thing. Like it's not illegal to look at stuff. And I don't think that just because he looks at these like BBL girls on Instagram, that means that that's what he's necessarily like looking for into. I think that they're attractive and he finds them attractive, you know? Um, And that could be a conversation that you have with him down the road. You really can't say anything about it now because he'll be like, girly, what? (laughs) We can't let them know right away. We can't let them know that. But I think he probably finds them attractive because they are. My little girlies out here with their BBLs are going to, to Columbia. I keep reading all these articles about this, um, this doctor in the Dominican Republic. This is a shout out to my girls that are trying to go to the Dominican Republic to get cheaper surgery. Please just save your money and get it done in the U.S. I'm begging you because I've been seeing, I don't know what it is, but these horror stories about people who get their boobs done, people who get BBLs. I'm begging you to save a couple extra thousand dollars and get it done the right way because the amount of money that these people are having to reverse the damages done and they'll still never be 100% back. Oh my God, my heart breaks for these girls. It's not worth the, It's not worth, first of all, some people literally die getting that booty, Okay. Some people are dying for the cheeks out there and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but come on, save your money, get it done right. Get it done by a person that you see that is recommended and has a great reputation. Don't be flying out for this shit. I'm begging you. That's your sign from the universe if you are booking an appointment in Dominican Republic. But anywho, I I get it. I get it. Um... But I, I wouldn't take it personal. It's just like, hey, I hate to even use this excuse. I get that it's icky, but it's like, they're just gonna, they're just gonna look. They're gonna look and there's nothing we could do. And as much as we wanna be like the only girl that he sees in this world as attractive, unfortunately, that's not the case. But hey, that doesn't mean you can't look at Brad Pitt. You know? That doesn't mean you can't watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and say, I love this man. We all do it. We're natural. Uh, I mean, it's natural, but I would give him a chance. He's just doing the thing. And it's like, it doesn't make me want to punch someone in the face, but can't tell them that before the first date. (laughs) 
Okay, so this one says, is it me? Am I the drama? Which is supposed to be pronounced, is it me? Am I the drama? If you know, you know. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We've talked about BetterHelp on this show before, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. First off, it's not for quote-unquote crazy people. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. Talking to a therapist is a positive way to process your life. I absolutely, you guys always hear me recommending therapy, and I think BetterHelp is great because you don't have to leave the house and go because sometimes that even stresses you out even more more. So it's nice to just be able to video chat or call your therapist. Um, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you could start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash secretkeeper. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash secret keepers and check out BetterHelp's new podcast. It's called Getting Better Stories of Mental Health. Hear Megan Trainer open up about motherhood or how the NBA Hall of Fame Chris Bosch tames anxiety. Find Getting Better on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else you get podcasts. Support the show and get 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash secretkeepers. That's betterhelp.com slash secretkeepers. And we also today are sponsored by my babies, my loves, Nutrafol. 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair, but thousands of women have taken control of their hair with Nutrafol. Improve hair growth and less shedding through all stages of life. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. You guys know, I told you I started taking these vitamins and I did notice a difference. I love them. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. I know a lot of people that struggle with thinning hair. So it's always nice to take something um, that helps. Nutrafol is a physician formulated to be 100% drug-free. It's only natural, clinically effective botanicals in there. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and your metabolism. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. How does it work? Um, It is a clinical, in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved Improved hair growth after six months. That's more than 1,500 top doctors recommend it. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support for the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. New customers get 15% off their new their first month's subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get three free shipping on every order. You guys know I've been on a roll here. Hear me out. You get free shipping on every order. Take $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code SECRET. Stand up for your strands and get Nutrafol. This one says, hi, Mama Carl. Let's just get started. I'm really bad at explaining anything through email. Okay. So a uh, friend known as a friend. Hold on. Okay. I got confused. Friend A has known boy since high school. Friend B started dating boy in college. The relationship lasted for six or seven years, but they broke up. 
friend A ends up flying out to visit boy for a long weekend, maybe six or seven months or so after the breakup, and never tells friend B the ex because they don't feel like they quote unquote owe an explanation to anyone because they were friends with the boy first slash since the breakup. I was a mutual friend between it all, maybe a maybe the pot stirrer. I told the heartbroken friend B that friend A was visiting boy and that it's just friendly, nothing to worry about, but a heads up would be nice. Friend A never told friend B and friend B never asked about it. Uh, They just straight up never spoke again. Friend B feels backstabbed because exes are forbidden. Friend A swears it's always just been a quote unquote friendship and platonic thing. It's been like six months of no talking between them. I'm sad that boy ruined their relationship. Or did I by spilling the beans? I'm friends with both of them separately and I hate it. I wish, first of all, don't blame yourself for this. This is 100% not, you should not feel this way. Uh, Okay, I'm friends with both of them separately and I hate it. I wish they were um, still good as friends to each other as they are to me, but there's some resentment, some pettiness and backstabbing and stubbornness between them that they'll never let go. We were all good friends for like five or six years straight. I kind of don't regret giving my friend the heads up. Like, hey, if you see friend A with boy, don't get worried or anything. They're just friends. They always have been, but I did start this fight, kind of. I feel guilty, but I don't regret it because I would want to know. There's still a question of why would why would a friend see my ex and not tell me about it? But sometimes there are just no answers, no reasons why people do what they do. But they're both really, really great friends to me, and they just weren't to each other. I feel guilty about ruining the friendship for them. Uh, another quick note is that friend B is also friend with friend is also friends with friend A's ex. Uh, the difference is friend A's relationship was just a year long, but an ex is an ex is an ex in my book. What do you think? Am I the drama? No, girl, you're not the drama. If you were my friend, I would say thank you so much for telling me because friend A, uh, friend B, friend B is out here shaking it on my ex-boyfriend. And if it was nothing, then friend B should have just told friend A, like, hey, I'm going to visit your boy. I don't want you to feel anything weird about it. If you see or hear anything, like, I just wanted to give you the heads up that I'm going to see him because he's my friend and I love the both of you, period. If it wasn't an issue, if she didn't think it was going to be an issue, she would never have hit it. Um, And hey, if one of my friends is like, hey, I'm going to hang out with your ex-boyfriend, I would be like, I don't understand why. I mean, that sounds boring, but have fun. Like, girly, nobody cares. Um, But I would appreciate the honesty. If I heard about it from someone else, I would be pissed. I get it. Um, But I would want, I would tell my friend, I would do the same thing you did. You're not the drama. The person who started this whole thing is. Okay. So this one says, serious opinion needed, fuck, marry, kill included. Okay, here we go. Hi, Carly and the kitties. First of all, I just got to tell you, I work at a children's hospital and I love my job, but someday I feel so stressed. I just want to cry after getting off. But listening to your potty on the drive home makes me laugh so hard and puts me in a better mood. Love you to pieces. Oh, I love you too. Thank you so much. Um, So anyway, I need your opinion. It recently came to my attention that apparently there are different ways to wipe. Like some people wipe from the front some people wipe from the back and some people stand up. My boyfriend said in his friend group chat, almost all of the friends say that they stand up to wipe after going number two. I'm sorry, but if you're not sitting down, wiping from back to, from the back to the front, to the back, you're simply a psycho. Okay. Simply wiping from back front 
to back. You don't wipe back to front. I'm trying to envision this the way that trying to envision this the way that it's written, but it says from the back, front to back. So I'm hoping that we're just starting at the top and going all the way up to the butt crack. Okay. And that's just what I'm going to say. But yeah, men are psychos. I know a guy that sits when he pees because he doesn't like when it splashes. And I mean, I've never stood up to wipe, but that does sound like something a, a heterosexual male would do. Maybe they're just getting in there. Maybe they're making sure that, that the booty's clean. You never know, but I, I don't, I don't understand why, because this is kind of like, you know, I don't want to get too personal here, but it does feel like your cheeks would be closer together and it would be harder to wipe if you were standing up because the cheeks would be a little bit more clenched, but Hey, I'm not a man. And they do things that we cannot explain. Um, okay. We got one last one. Again, you guys are sending these into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. If you, um, if I don't read them, then bump it up, just resend it. And this one looks like it was bumped. Sometimes they go to spam and then come back the second time. Like it's all kooky crazy. So, okay. Hi, queen and fur kings. I'm writing fur kings. Oh my God, you guys, this is so, wait, before I get to this email, Stanley knocked over the wrought iron hundred year old cover. Like, you know, those covers to the fireplace, like those vintage fireplaces. I have one in my apartment and it's old. It's, it's an original piece, like from this apartment, which is a hundred years old. And so it was like rusted and broken anyway, but he decided to try and climb on it and it fell and it shattered into a million pieces at six o'clock in the morning. And I was having a really rough night sleeping to begin with because he was running around like a cycle. Can I give them Benadryl? Like, I don't understand. Are we not supposed to drug them? Because I did not sleep and it was six o'clock in the morning. He was running around the house. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Please just like relax, you know? And then he jumps on the fireplace thing and it broke into a million pieces. And I tried so hard to put it back together. And it's like a whole thing. But anywho, Stanley's going to freaking jail. I swear to God, he's going to freaking jail. But I'm going to miss my baby so much. You hear me? When I'm in Miami, my little angels, is my, my little, my little baby's little baby, Robert, little baby Stanley. Okay, here we go. I'm writing in at the encouragement of my longest friend. We're seeing you together in April. Oh, cool. Thanks. I'll just dive right in. I dated a guy, Jay, for almost five years. We broke up at the end of 2018. In August 2018, I had my first herpes outbreak. He had secretly had it the whole time we were dating. Oh my God. And kept it from me. Like literally hid his medication under our mattress in the home that we own together. We could we could really go on for a year, which I have on how shitty this is. I'm writing in for a couple of reasons. Dating for me since has been in a word awful. I did date a guy for a few months in 2019, but I kept him at arm's length in terms of physicality because I obviously don't want to go through the same thing with somebody else that Jay did to me. Once I told him about my HSV, status. He was super cool and sweet at first, but then a few days later called and asked if we could go for a walk and told me on the walk that he just couldn't date me anymore because he's literally terrified of getting it from me. I mean, I get it, but Jesus, like half of the adults have it, whether they know it or not. And people, it's a skin condition. Anyway, I have told one other guy since him and it about ended much the same way. 
So I haven't even been remotely close to telling any other guys, which has left me partnerless and liter- for literally years now. My girlfriends don't understand why I have such a hard time with dating because it's caused several rip- rifts in friendships because they say things to me like, quote unquote, you're going to be alone forever if you don't just get over this. As a- That's not nice. As if I'm doing something wrong by being considerate of other people's autonomy of choice before putting them at risk. I often feel so alone in discussing dating with my other girls because of this. I don't know that there is any advice you can give here, but gosh, it's been a it's been a tough several years. To add to this, my mom is constantly reminding me that I'm running out of time to give her a grandchild. I know this is something that lots of girls our age deal with, and it's exhausting. Like, I want to have a baby. I don't know. I know not everyone does, and that's 100% okay, but I really do. And my mom is bringing this up all the time is hurtful to me. I don't know that there is a timeline at play here, uh, but I have very little control over it. I'm 32 years old, and she always says things like, you don't need a man to have a baby. You're successful and capable just to do it yourself. I tell her single mom life has never been a goal. Yeah, women do it all the time, and they're so badass and superhumans, but that isn't what I want for myself or my hopefully future children slash future child slash children. So she also recently told me that my standards are just too high and maybe I should lower them. What mom says this to their daughter? Anywho, love to hear your thoughts on this. So, so excited to see you and Jesse May in April. Oh, with my best and longest girly. Hi, shout out to you and your girly. Thank you for writing in. Um, okay. So first of all, I'm sorry that you're going through this. I'm sorry that you're having all this pressure. You're feeling all this pressure from your mom. I'm sorry about your breakup. I'm sorry about the devastation you must have faced knowing that someone you loved and trusted did this to you. I mean, it's absolutely devastating. And that's something in and of itself that is kind of a hurdle to get over. So I think you should give yourself a little bit more credit. Um, because you're putting yourself out there again. Like that's a huge step after being hurt by somebody that you really love. So I think you're doing a great job and you need to give yourself a little bit more grace in terms of trying. And let me tell you, girly, it is, it is rough out here dating for everyone, for everyone. So I hear you on that too, but I'm sure that going through all of this and dealing with it and getting back out there and then having these responses from guys is also hurtful. Um, but I think you're right to tell them ahead of time. I think the quicker you do it is probably the better, but it probably feels like there's no right time. Like you don't want to say it straight out the gate. You want to get to know each other a little bit more. Um, but maybe, maybe the, the answer is telling them sooner, like maybe after the first date or something like, Hey, I just want to let you know that way you're not wasting your time if they're not okay with it. And they're not going to, you're not going to end up like falling for them more. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but also I always stress this when we get these types of questions, like when somebody, when you have to tell them, I think it's also important to let them know like facts about it like the statistics, um, and how you could be with somebody and they don't have to have it. If you're on your medicine, when you're, when you're not having an outbreak and all that stuff, like it's not a hundred percent guaranteed that it is going to transmit to them, but I do think you're doing the right thing by telling them ahead of time. Um, cause you're right. They, they have to make that choice, but 
maybe when you do explain it, just be like, listen, I feel like this is a heavy subject and it's something that, you know, I just want to get out right out the gate because if you're not okay with it and then tell them, and then that way you're not investing so much time into somebody and then having it kind of just like fizzle out. Um, that might be the answer, but girl, I'm going to, I'm going to give my shark tank idea here because I do feel that we get questions, um, on either end of the coin about STDs and herpes, especially because it is so common. And this is something that I've like addressed before, but I didn't know much about it, um, years ago. And then I realized like, I know a bunch of people that have it and it's not like a, it's not really like a, it's not like a death wish. It's you're going to be fine. And so many people have it, but I think people who have it kind of all feel similar to you. So here's my idea for Shark Tank. Can one of you techies out there, one of you tech people, maybe an app developer, a coder, I know my girlies are out there. Why don't you make an app specifically for, like a dating app, specifically for people who have STIs? Is that a great idea or what? Because you'll have a community that you feel comfortable in, you won't have to have that conversation and feel all of that pressure. I don't know. Hey, it's a billion dollar idea. And if one of you does it, I am going to need 10% or I'll sue you. But no, I'm kidding. Take the idea. Take it. It's brilliant. But I think that that would be like, how is there not a community? It's so common. How is there not a community for people that suffer from STIs, especially in dating? Like that's a market in and of itself. There, there should be, there really, really should be, but I wish you the best of luck. And like I said, give yourself a little more grace. You've been through a lot. Oh, who the hell is here? You've been through a lot and you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. All right. So let's get to this next one. Is someone like, why is somebody ringing my doorbell? Is was a question. Oh, I know what it is. Hopefully my neighbor answers it. Okay. So the fuck, Mary kill is next actually. Cause that was the last one we got. And, Oh, you know what you guys, I swear to, I swear to the Lord up above. I got to pause here for a second, but I'll be right back. Okay. You guys, sorry. I, I got a freaking Amazon package and you want to know what it was? It was, it's a mini steamer. It's a mini clothing steamer because I wanted to put it in my luggage, in my luggage for Miami because I'm bringing all of this shit. And unfortunately, I can't even fit a sneeze in my luggage right now because it's filled out to the brim. I had to sit on its face in order to zip it. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with that steamer now. But maybe it'll fit in my purse. I don't know. I really don't know. But my Amazon girl, I absolutely love her. She's my girly. I got a package stolen from my doorstep the other day, you guys. Package stolen. Can you believe it? Um, all right. Well, that's that. Oh, oh, wait. No, no, no. Not that's that. This is the fuck, Mary kill. Tony Soprano, Shrek, or Guy Fieri? Tony Soprano, Shrek, Guy Fieri. So Tony Soprano, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to marry Shrek, right? You gotta. And then I'm, 
God, I'm fucking Tony Soprano and I'm killing Guy Fieri. And that's just the song. And that's the story because I don't want to marry Guy Fieri. I don't want to fuck Guy Fieri. Although my opinion on him has changed because I thought he didn't like my LGBT cuties. I thought he said something derogatory towards the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, and then I found out that he officiated a lesbian wedding. So I do feel he's redeemed himself in my eyes. I, he's not my number one hated person anymore, but I don't want to F or M him. So he, he's got to he's got to go. Sorry, guy. But anywho, I love you guys again. I hope you had a happy and healthy and and fun new year. And I wish you all the best in the year to come. We're going to have a lot of fun. Got a lot of exciting things happening. Um, you can send into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com if you want your question um, read on the potty. And if I didn't get to it, bump it up. All right. I love you. Bye.